Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. John, and this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. <laughs> Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. John, what's up, Rick? Rick, how, are you? how did you get in here? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody made a mistake. Rick is still here. He's he's helping to shepherd us through. He's a glutton for punishment. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a movie. Like guys. Dalton, you can't get enough. Pain don't hurt. That's right. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody but we ever, have a, we have bellies full of pizza. Oh. Home run in. I was a virgin until just now. <laughs> I had never even heard of this until uh, pandemic times, and then it's become like amongst our coworkers. It's a thing. just a talking point of like oh, it's the it's top a- frozen pizza. I don't know if I don't know if it deserves that title or not, but it's we pretty were a damn solid. Family growing up, that always seemed like the creme de la creme. It was good. We went Stouffer's French bread. Ooh, <laughs> you I went Stouffer's French microwave. bread a lot in college. Well, yeah, I think it was like the. I don't know if the it's lean a healthy cuisine? choice or yeah, lean yeah, cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you pop those suckers in a toaster oven. Yeah. Comes out solid. Man, Six now, minutes later. Now I can't stop thinking about Fellini's. Oh, dude. I haven't had Fellini's. we got to get the vaccine years. in us and we're going to go and crush <laughs> that. I have had the Fellini's. <clears throat> slice. I've had a few DoorDash, like, whatever, or whatever the heck, Grubhub, Grubhub. Fellini experiences, mm. and it is rock solid. Yeah, absolutely. But this home run in, it's a solid substitute for real pizza. (laughs) For restaurant quality. That should be their their slogan. A solid substitute for real pizza. Because you can't go out. (laughs) Yeah. The cheese. Much like this film, the cheese is top notch. It's loaded with it. Uh, Loaded with that 80s cheese. Quality 80s. We're here to talk a little bit more about Roadhouse. Yeah, I guess we should mention in the meantime, though... uh, to all of our fans all over the world, our international Worldwide. listening audience, we lift a, a can of Miller High Life of the high to you all. The champagne of beers. That's right. Need Cheers, my Mountain Dew. Uh, That's all right. Zero sugar. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. You know, we do what we can. Exactly. But this, um, yeah, Miller products throughout this film, they were drinking the MGD. Yeah, we were trying to think of what to drink while watching or talking about this movie, and it couldn't be anything good. I think you said, yeah, it can't be too nice. <laughs> it can't be anything, like... Craft. <laughs> we were. I, I did some research. What are the top beers out of Kansas City? And you were like, Nah, this is not what they're serving. And the double deuce. <laughs> yeah, the double deuce. Uh, yeah, no, not at all. Um, so I guess we should get caught up in as far as like what happened yeah. in the last episode. So Dalton had his first night on the shift mm-hmm. after landing at Emmett's barn. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what happened. Not, again, not a lot. Yeah. Well, he, later that day, he, he like, cleaned house a little bit more, right? Yeah, he he yeah. fired a couple more people. Yes. Yeah. Pat, Pat and Steve got canned. And then Carrie Ann came sauntering by his place <laughs> she in the wee hours of the morning. 
to tell him that that was a bad call to dismiss Pat. We we should mention that the night before he saw like a massive orgy happening across the water at at uh, Wesley's house. The whole the whole setup of this movie is odd. Yeah, the the main bad guy lives across the river from the good guy, right. so he's like they're sort of stalking, watching each other. Right, and then and then Pat and some goons, Wesley's boys, come back to the bar, throw down with Dalton. Dalton throws them out, gets cut up, goes to the hospital, and meets the good doctor. And there's some sexual tension. That's close enough, man. That right? that's sufficient. I think, I, you think covered I think we nailed it. Wesley's like holding the town hostage, right? Basically, like he's got all the business owners like chipping in, right? Yeah, some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we'll get started. We'll tell you guys what's happening Wait, now. I want to ask you guys: okay, any ask. of you, any of you, ever been involved in a barroom brawl or ever even seen one? I have seen a fight. I've seen a couple in college. They got like to swing in stools and stuff? Not to that degree, but it, broken bottles? it was some broken bottles being chucked around the bar. A place called, uh, what was it called at that point? I think uh, Ruben and Ed's. Okay. Point. We had a bar. This is Statesboro? Oh, yeah, this is Statesboro, okay. Georgia Southern University. There was a bar there that changed name like every year. When we got there, it was the collegiate. <laughs> they had to. My six years of college, it went through six different incarnations. Okay. So. But yeah, bottles being thrown, fights going out the front door into the street oh, by the football stadium. That's just, solid. Just full bore. I've only ever seen like a couple of guys get into it. One okay. night in Houston, saw like my buddy that took me out to a bar. I was like, before we leave this place, you will see... One guy, you'll see a guy get hit with a bottle or something. Really? And, and sure, it that's exactly what happened, like, to the letter. Like, Drinking this high life has taken me back to uh, my, like, college dive bar was this place called Mulligan's okay. out, in, out in Oakhurst, uh, Atlanta suburb. And high life was one of, like, the two beers that they had on draft. So we're drinking lots of high life and uh, to the point that I got sick of drinking it. Um, it's hitting the spot tonight. But... Yeah. This place was the only like real dive where I spent a lot of time, but I never saw a fight in there. But um, it was that type of place, though. A couple of pool tables in the back and like the shittiest trivia you could imagine. Absolutely, yeah. They're College gone towns. now. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mulligans, home of the ham dog the people, and the Luther Burger. The people there weren't getting appropriately wasted. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't fucked up enough. Well, with that, since we're all we're jacked up with pizza and high life, we'll get into this a little bit. So. We uh we cut to Pat, O'Connor, and Tinker, all Wesley goons, plus a couple more guys rolling up to Brad Wesley's place in a sedan <laughs> and Bigfoot. Bigfoot number seven, to be what exact. This is like made Built specifically for the movie. What in the world? But it was like one of the real, like it was a real Bigfoot. It though. was a Bigfoot because after why? the movie, then it went into doing shows and monster truck rallies and so stuff. So that's like why it that. didn't have the branding on it yet. It, it, yes, exactly. Um, so they come rolling up in like a, a Bigfoot and like a Mercury Sable. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, again, yeah, there's, like there's, like no, there's no continuity to the guys. Yeah. But that, the dude, the Bigfoot driver, Ketchum, that goon, yeah. he's like got swag for days. He looks oh, like yeah. Andrew Wilson in Bottle Rocket. Like yeah, polo like the shirt. preppy, preppy goon. Yeah. Like polo shirt and blue jeans. One, yeah, But again, it's like just <laughs> an additional assortment of guys added to Wesley's crew. Like the one dude that looks like a drunk, he looks like he should be in the cast of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross and, and then, and yes. then catch him. And then also, also there are mountains in the background. There are like, a lot of mountains in, on display wait, in, in Missouri, a mountain range in the background. Like, uh, yeah. They, 
it is like the variety of the way the dudes are dressed is it's insane. I had I had like drunk businessman, trucker, door to door Bible salesman, and country <laughs> club bully. That's that's it. That's all of them. Anything and then, goes. And then Jimmy. And then Jimmy, who's yeah, dresses yeah. sort of like Dalton, but with like he's a, the anti Dalton. Yes. Yeah, you know how he does? He wears the black shirts instead of the yeah. white. Coming out of the house with Mr. Wesley. That's right. He is the whichever one is evil to yin and yang. <laughs> I can't remember. So Wesley comes out to greet them. Uh, a bandaged and embarrassed looking Pat sort of like skulks off inside. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, sorry, Uncle. Uh, Wesley smiles like to himself and then starts just like laying into the other guys saying that Pat's weak, but they're yeah. supposed to look out for him. It's his sister's only son. If he's not there to look after him, you are. He says something like he doesn't have the constitution for this. That's why he's a yeah, bartender. He's got a weak constitution. Right. Like, does that mean he's not up for the rough stuff? So this he, was the, yeah. the role we like gave he him? He was with the fucking knife earlier. Oh, yeah, he thought he could take Dalton. Okay. So, yeah, Wesley says, as a result of this performance, one of you owes me an apology. Both Tinker and O'Connor try to apologize like <laughs> at the same time. I'm sorry, boss. I'm sorry, boss. So Wesley forgives Tinker but starts to berate and beat on O'Connor. <laughs> he really does. You disgust me. Do you know why you disgust me? Why, boss? Because you're a bleeder. You bleed too much. You're, you're a messy bleeder. He does. He like that fake punch he gives him. or It looked pretty <laughs> real. real. They sold it. I wonder either maybe it's like a stuntman. He's like, yeah, just hit me, dude. Yeah. It's all good. You're weak. You got no endurance for pain. <laughs> With an elbow to the back. But knees also, him in the crotch. Also, what, <laughs> what boots is Wesley wearing <laughs> in this scene? The, they were like the softest leather. The I can soft. feel how soft those, they were. Those are those in today's in today's marketing <laughs> lingo. The writer would describe them as being buttery soft, which I hate. It's so gross. They were like, like, yeah, they were the type that sort of just bunch down because they're not rigid enough to stand up. Like they, they, they're women's would, boots. You would mistake period. them for being um, like leg warmers. And jazzercise or something. Yes, they were bu- They were like the softest, most supple leather. Rich Corinthian leather. <laughs> it probably cost two grand at that time. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Wesley, like, knees him in the crotch, continues to beat up on him. The other guys all think it's funny because, of course... Wesley's, like, not convincing as a tough guy. And this maybe is a, as good a, a place as any to talk about, like, why Gazera in this role... I guess because he's a good ass actor. Yeah, like he comes from an old school. But he's, like, who could have? He's who the right age. Who could have done? <laughs> yeah. He, so he's supposed to be a Korean War veteran. Okay. Who has had enough time and capital somehow to end up in the Midwest? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was some seed money from the Cutler Empire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to 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 stake his claim in Jasper, Missouri, of all places. Yes. Yeah, this is his. This is where he's making his stand. <laughs> so, who could have done it? Who wore it? Who could have worn it better? Is my question. Uh, my always my first thought was um, Brian Dennehy had he the physical presence. He's a good actor. He's not too big for this part, right. probably. Yeah. Um, I also thought when we were talking about it, and I think you pointed out he's probably too old. Like, if you could have gotten a Charlton Heston, you would have yeah. been badass in this. But he might have. He was probably too old. He'd been chewing the scenery. He was, might have yeah. been 10 years too old even at this time to play that part. Yeah, we also mentioned Hackman. Would have been yeah, good. He fucking killed it. Just um, screaming. What about Burt Reynolds? Ooh. <laughs> that's a great call. That's was he the right yeah. age, perhaps? Yeah, he would have been the right so, age. Yeah. That's a okay. really good call. I would have loved to see Because he could have played that snake in the grass. And <laughs> that's, a, that's a very, that's, very interesting call. I like that. That's, 
that's really uh, well done. So we then see Wesley telling O'Connor it's going to be okay because I like you. And then, like, one last punch. As get O'Connor this, smiles. Yeah, get this piece Thank of shit you. coward out of here. I noticed in this whole thing when all the guys are laughing and yucking it up, like, I think Jimmy has one button buttoned on his shirt. <laughs> it's just the very bottom button. Everything else was undone. It's nuts. So, uh, so we cut to drunk businessman goon walking out of Red's garage, smirking like he owns the joint and getting in the car with Jimmy. They're getting in Wesley's Mustang. Yes. And then Dalton rolls up and they both like giving him weird leers like eh. Would these two be friends in real life? No. no like way. Jimmy and the other I dude. I don't think Jimmy would be friends with anyone. I, Jimmy's a loner. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's a loner. He's a lone wolf. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just like anytime I see two goons together in this movie, they feel like an odd couple to yeah, be like these definitely. two wouldn't be friends. Jimmy's it's weird a- to be we're paying you to go be goons together. Like, that's just weird to me. Maybe these are team-building exercises. <laughs> I guess like, so. I see Jimmy as the yin to Dalton Jang, whereas yeah. Dalton's the hired hand for the good guys. Jimmy's that lead hired hand for the bad guys. That's guy. a great Totally. Point. Yeah, I like that angle. So they peel out. Again, just a vista of mountains in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, is there, could they not, like, I get it. You're not filming in Missouri, but could you not film somewhere in California that didn't have mountains in the background? Like, there are some flat-ass areas that you yeah. could have done. Just a couple hours or closer outside L.A. It's just not giving a shit. Or no. just when you went out to find where you were going to build that set, since we know it was built, like, if we're going to shoot yeah. this way, wait, there's cameras back there, just build it another direction. Well, just yeah. move it around 180 degrees. I don't know, man. I have to say, like, I was, again, I'm mystified that this movie was made in 1989. <laughs> like, this is post-Predator, post-Lethal Weapon, post-Die Hard. Like, how can you make a movie that feels this kind of corny and cheap? I mean, I guess that was still happening, but I just, this feels like one of the cheapest movies ever made. Yep. And it cost more than predator to make. That makes no sense to me. Sweezy salary post. I don't know where the money. Well, they did commission a custom Bigfoot. Well, that was going to be my thing. Is this something because Swayze's popularity after dirty dancing, was this a script that had been laying around Hollywood? And they said, Somebody was like, if we, we put him in this role, we can make some money here. There's not a single actor that would have commanded barely any money in this movie other than Swayze. Would this movie have been better or worse had it been a canon film? Ooh, it should have been a canon movie. Doesn't it yes. feel like a canon movie? Yes, from for top sure. to bottom. It feels Every, like everything movie. about it, from the, <laughs> the pop music to like, yeah, everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a... Which is to say, it feels like a, some sort of a money laundering scheme yeah. that we don't quite fully understand. Where did all the money go? Well, $10 million went into like just being laundered, and the other $7 million went to make the movie. Dalton walks into the store and finds it immediately trapped. He's concerned. I kind of feel like he feels that like he's fearing the worst, like calling out for yeah. red. I was fearing the worst, I think, watching yeah. it the first time, at least. There's like motor oil spilled all over the place. Also... <laughs> Is he wearing a gi? <laughs> we got to discuss Dalton's shirt. It's like a karate gi tucked into jeans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. But he knows that's not how it's worn. I don't know. It's I don't even know. To... I was That was never a style, I don't think. Do you think they were trying to make it a style? Maybe. Yeah, I was about to say, could a gi, can a gi be fashion? It's, no. It's a gi, but make it fashion. I grew up <laughs> I in know. the 80s. No. Nobody no one, wore that. No one did. Okay. <laughs> so, we... All right. So, but... Uh, thank goodness Red comes out from the back with a mop preparing to clean up the mess. Um, 
as he's coming out, Dalton sort of notices a picture of Dr. Clay on the wall behind the counter. He did. And then, yes. and then asks, you know, if he got robbed and Red says this happens every, every week. week. Every week. Yeah, Red says uh, Wesley skims 10% from his till just like he does with all the other business owners in town. He calls it the Jasper Improvement Society, and all the businesses in town have to kick in. Um, well, yeah. I don't – so is what, what's happening? Is he not paying, or is he paying and they're still jacking his store up? I, maybe, I think they pay and they still jack the place up. Yeah. My opinion. That's the vibe I got. Which okay. is some bullshit. But he's like, does everyone pay? He's like, does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? <laughs> All things considered, like Red doesn't seem to be in the worst mood. Yeah, he's like, like he's got a sense of humor still. I'd be more pissed, I think. You have to clean that mess up every week. That would drive me insane. <laughs> we cut to a miscellaneous booby bar, the strip club, where there's a quote wet g-string contest going on. That's nuts. Uh, there it's we- a good thing too, because like we hadn't seen we hadn't seen any titties for a minute. Yeah, like that, in the movie, yeah, I about to no, say, it's been that's, like. That's Check your watch. Like, it's been like, 15 <laughs> minutes since we've seen a bare breast. That's how you know it could have been a canon film. <laughs> yes. but, but it had it been a canon film, this would have happened in the opening shot. It's like the fakest, oh, yeah. the fakest of fake boobs. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, so I know like the real, there was an HBO movie about like the pioneering of the boob job, uh-huh. which I think was happening like in the 60s. I don't know when they became like the norm, mm-hmm. maybe in the 80s sometime, but like these, these ain't great. That we're looking at in the bar here. You know what? If she felt good about him, then we just have to respect that. <laughs> um, there, though, we catch our first glimpse of the aforementioned Wade Garrett, played by the incomparable Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yes. He. I don't know what his expression was. He was either like tense or or unhappy or bored. I think yeah, he's kind of like just checking out the situation. Maybe even a little bored because this has to get old. Um, Wade coolly stops a Marine from jumping up on stage, earning a wink from stripper number one. He's got a good, he's got a good relationship with that gal. Yeah. Doesn't like Sam Elliott just has such an aura about he, him. He's like, there couldn't have been a better team up in, in a movie like for this relationship between him and Swayze yes. than, than him and Swayze. I don't even necessarily, he doesn't really register as incredibly handsome to me in general rugged i don't see the handsomeness but he's got an aura like a sex appeal about him that you're like this is like a man's man yeah absolutely it's the and again it's the voice it's he's that salt and pepper thing going on we all wish we had that hair we see that Um, like all the hair was flowing oh that hair maybe it's the hair that's like just pushes him (laughs) over the top but we can see like that he like dalton is just very good at this job yeah the bartender calls to Wade saying that Dalton's on the phone for him. That cheers Wade up. He's like smiling. <laughs> and uh, as he's walking around, we also see he's got a little bit of a hitch in his giddy up. That's, That's the first yeah. time you notice he's sort of like limping around. With the right leg. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, barroom brawl injury, I guess, yeah. or something, or motorcycle crash. Football. Uh, so on the <laughs> phone, we could tell that Wade and Dalton are all uh, like super simpatico. Wade calls him mijo, which is Spanish for like son. Uh-huh. And then uh, Dalton on the on the line hints that there's a problem in Jasper, and specifically asks <laughs> if Wade, "Hey, have you uh, have you ever heard of Brad Wesley?" That's a weird question, right? Be, it would be weird if he had been like, "Oh, heck yeah!" yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. What, what's Dalton's reaction if he does that? Oh, like a, big guy, or like a big presence in Missouri. I hear. <laughs> what? Why is Dalton in a laundromat? Just, oh. Is that where the phone is? I, uh, the nearest phone? I think he's or probably, is he doing the laundry? He's washing his gi. <laughs> 
and a, a very expensive laundromat, by the way, which I noticed that it cost oh, nine yeah. quarters on a sign behind Dalton to what? wash. What? So this was 1989. So two twenty-five to wash. That's like five dollars. Yeah. I That's... was in co- in my college days uh, from ninety-one to ninety-seven. It was a dollar for a washing machine. I was machine. about to say seventy-five but cents then, a dollar. As I posed to Kevin, is Wesley running this place and is jacked the price up That's as part of the Jasper Improvement great Society? Great point. I Just see everything it. has been jacked up to uh, you know help Wesley improve the town. He's that's bleeding that town dry. Yeah, I yeah, I did not notice that, but that's expensive. Well, my- I honestly have to give that shout out to my wife. She's the one that noticed <laughs> the other night, the nine quarters, and I went, what? I <laughs> but I, I do think that that's a great point that um, – doesn't Dalton seem like the kind of guy that would wash his clothes in the pond out by the barn? <laughs> he had that old yeah. scrub board, yeah. like, uh, yeah, like the old washboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hang him on a hang him on a clothesline out back. He'd yeah, be absolutely. shearing his own sheep and making his own like He'd be sewing back there, and making his own thread. <laughs> the, the key air dries very well. Yeah, it does. So Wade says that he has not ever heard of Brad Wesley, and then quickly has to go break up a fight that's broken out. So he's like, "I'll catch you later." And um, cut to. Later on at the Double Deuce, Carrie Ann, the waitress, which we assume that this is part of her arc that some of the movie, like, didn't make it in the movie. Uh, yeah. but, like, she's become, <laughs> like, a star. She's up on the stage with, with the band, and she's good. She's, she's singing real a song. Good. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the actress, voice. like, has had some albums out. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. She's great. Yeah. Um, the place is hopping, but relatively peaceful, like, compared to other times we've seen the Double Deuce. There's a lot more neon. Yeah. There's some fresh paint. The chicken wire is gone. That's right. That's right. That <laughs> people has are, 80s written all over it. People are not whipping bottles <laughs> yes. at the band and carry in. Uh, we see Denise approach Dalton <laughs> and just like, she wants to get nipple to nipple with Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Dalton demurs. She's like, why won't you look me in the eye, Dalton? I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, here's another line that you should pocket just in case you ever need it. Would you be shocked if I said, let's go back to my place and fuck? I mean, uh, Dalton shows some incredible uh, you, resolve there resolve. to not leave the bar. And what just, does she mean? <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to say? Ma'am, what do you mean? The the uh, the the intestinal fortitude <laughs> of Dalton to not waver at all. Like, I mean, she is smoking. Yeah. Like, so this she wearing the blue dress at this point, yes, right? Yes, this is the blue yeah, dress. The but yeah, blue. he should have been turned into Hank or one of the other guys. Like, y'all have the bar. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Give me see, 30 like, minutes. <laughs> I need 45. Because <laughs> I'm going to do Tai Chi before. That's true. So, so Jimmy, though, steps in suddenly and sort of aggressively say goodnight, Denise, and like pulls her back and then stares Dalton down. Yeah. Uh, where's Wesley. Like, I guess just back at the house chilling? Yeah. Or doing some we have no shady idea. shit? Shaking down the Ford Like, he lets Denise just go out and do her thing every night, but he sends yeah. a goon to keep an eye on her? So, by this point, we've seen Denise with Wesley at Wesley's house. We've seen Jimmy. Yeah. We know Jimmy belongs to Wesley as well. Yeah. So, are we up on why Jimmy would be manhandling her at this point? Well, he's um, Wesley's obviously having her followed, because earlier right. in the movie, uh, we know uh, Morgan looked after her when the guy was hitting on her Good about call. getting nipple to nipple and Morgan took that guy away. So I think he's always got somebody watching. Her. That's a good point. Okay. He's yeah. like a control freak yes. in general. So he wants her to have a good time, but not too good. But a time. not too good. So right. outside we see Jimmy forcibly dragging Denise away. Like manhandling her. Yeah. And yeah. as, as they're walking away, Bigfoot and crew have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see four of, uh, Four of Wesley's heavy hitters get out and enter the bar. 
Le- like, well, not led by, but Alan Graff is there. Yes. One of our favorites, man. He keeps coming back. I, know what's I up. just made John watch through Deadwood. Yeah, and Alan Graff as um like he's like the lackey to a uh, Hearst Hearst like top henchman, but he just plays such a good heavy. Yeah, imposing awesome. presence now, even even as recently as eight nine years ago. When they step inside the bar, Alan Graff is not Alan Graff anymore. Did you notice it was like a different dude <laughs> in this place? Man. He's like a different guy. Well, they like so they they probably shot it a month later, and they're like, yeah, we can't get the same guys. Just dress someone the similar, put a fake mustache on him. I would not find it hard to believe that Alan Graff was busy as hell. Like, he was all over the yeah. place at all times. He was dealing with Lincoln Hawk by then. Like, we can't oh, no, he did back. Hawk earlier. He, yeah, was on, he was on a Total Recall by this time. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. Filming that one scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the guys walk in, and Dalton instantly points out to Jack, the bouncer, that the lead guy... <laughs> has a blade in the toe of his boot. That's yeah, a custom job. The preternatural <laughs> yeah. bouncer skill. There should have like that was a great effect when yeah. the light passed over yeah, the blade. The totally. There should have been a sound effect on that, like, <laughs> like when a sword comes out of the sheath. Now, before the guys can get too far in, Dalton tells the guys the bar is closed. Any other bouncers come to back him up. The guy's like, well, what are all these other people doing here? He's like, well, they're drinking and having a good time. <laughs> He's like, well, that's why we're here. And immediately tries to murder Dalton. Yeah. He goes straight for the kick with the blade. Immediately. Going right yeah. for the throat. <laughs> so were they sent there to kill Dalton? I guess. Or just, like, I, why? Or just to, yeah. to wreck the place? I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess I guess it is like he or maybe it just to is retake a, control to of the double deuce yeah. yeah to it, prove a point it's but, his town but also maybe kill Dalton yeah so yeah boot blade guy tries to kick Dalton <laughs> Dalton catches his kick and takes him down like drags him outside which is awesome he's but, following his rules you're yeah. too take stupid to have a good time yeah um, <laughs> if when they pop back outside it's Alan so Graff good. again <laughs> I love that it's gone back to the guys from Welcome before back. love it maybe he forgot he he's like went back out to the car to get his his <laughs> knife i don't know who knows. so yeah uh dalton pulls the guy's boot off and tosses it onto the roof i thought it was like that was a missed that, opportunity to show like the boot like a <laughs> ding, and, like stick into stick a board it. or something i what if he had swung that boot like a weapon like oh that would have been sweet but yeah. it was the smart move to toss it on the roof yeah um it's at at this moment like while all this shenanigan is happening that Dr. Clay arrives. It's perfect timing. She's like wearing a picnic blanket. I was about to say, it looks like a tablecloth. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she looks like this season's outside cafe table. Um, <laughs> but I guess this is what Dalton wanted, right? He wanted her to show up and see him, see him doing at, this. In his element. See him in action. I've seen you in your element. I wanted you to see me in mine. <laughs> This is my yeah. This is my Zen place. It's just so, manhandling rednecks. Yeah, Dalton and his crew are just going through Wesley's guys, much to the delight of onlookers and Tillman. Um, <laughs> Clay doesn't seem to be much into it, but once the fight's over, she's like, she's she's very into it. Yes. We'll say I. She she's was like heavy. she was she was frothing for frothing. at the end. The, Everyone was like stoked over the carnage. Yeah. Like a gladiator fight or something. There was some dude is like, you heard some guy in the background say, damn good fight. <laughs> Just like, I've been waiting all week for this. I like Dalton was like teaching Jack, like coaching Jack up. He's like, you know, kick him in the knee or whatever. Like, he'll drop like a stone. That's like the Quicksilver yeah. method. <laughs> well, as you said when we were watching it, you know, it looked like Dalton had been training the guys at the bar almost. His bouncers, like, oh, I did they wonder. They weren't the greatest fighters early, but now they just took they the were goons del- out. They like, deleted scenes where he's coaching them up. It would have been awesome if there'd been like a footloose 
training montage. He's giving him the. He was giving him. Rick said he was giving him the Quicksilver method from Karate yes. Kid Three. Man can't stand. He can't fight. Can't fight. <laughs> Man can't see. He can't fight. So later that night, Dalton and the Doc are at a diner. Dalton puffing away on a cigarette like constantly, always smoking. The how, that would, that would turn it. the doctor off, right? right? For uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like the place how, Bonnie's Grill. Now, how late is it now? Again, it's got to be three, right? Uh, maybe, maybe he felt like the bar was in good enough hands that he was comfortable leaving early. So did you, ooh, I like that. Because yeah. otherwise, you're thinking the doctor like chilled just chilled at the double deuce for six hours waiting for Dalton oh, to get off. hammered drunk. I think John's got it because the rest of the patrons were no longer causing problems. They had already run, they had they run the, it up. Yeah, they ran the, the rabble out. Yeah, that okay. was just Wesley's guys that were causing the problems. Yeah. That would make more sense for sure. Yeah, so it, at the diner, which, man, I miss it. I can't wait. There are th- things that I miss in the time of COVID. Diners and pubs. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Anyway, she asks Dalton if he's always, quote, better than they are. And he says, pretty much. And says that he's never really been put down. <laughs> okay. So he explains that anyone that's looking for a fight is not a threat to someone who's ready for a fight. There's some philosophy. Is that philosophy? I don't know what it is. I don't know. (laughs) So she seems to insinuate that it's not a great career path that he's chosen. Chosen is kind of judgmental, but yeah. (laughs) Um, And he says, like, he kind of, I feel like he takes a little bit of umbrage, and he's like, it's not, he doesn't want to get into it. And he's like, you know what, I think it's probably time for me to take you home. Okay. Um, If I go on talking, you're going to go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I like then uh, what she says, I know you're not. I know a nice you're guy. not a nice guy, but she smiles. She smirks. But, she's into it. See, this. I've been thinking about this for days now. <laughs> All like, right. he's 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 playing like some next level, like four D mental chess. Yeah. I think like because he. I feel like he is a nice guy. He's going for. He wants her to think that he's a bad boy. Right. But I think he, he knows. No he knows he comes off nice. But he wants her to think he's a bad boy, so then he can later reveal himself to be the actual nice guy. Well, that's interesting because I feel like that that's a theme for Dalton throughout the movie. There was um, did either of you guys ever watch this Doctor Horrible thing? They no. came, it was like years ago. It was a Joss no. Whedon thing, but um, there's this amazing bit where you got like the main guy and he's in love with this girl, and the girl's in love with this douchebag guy. Yeah, and she's saying. You know, he's got this thing on the surface, but then underneath that, you know, there's something different. Like, people are layered like that. And he's like, yeah, but sometimes you get to another deeper level below that level that's just like the level on the surface. <laughs> like, he's like, like pie. <laughs> he's like, like I think that's Dalton. That's it's Dalton. True, it's like, he's right? like, he's playing this. He knows exactly. This isn't his first uh yeah small town doctor that he's Uh, wooed and moved on. He's got a hook up in every town. He's got a game. I think that he's like, he plays and this is it. But do you think that maybe when he met her, he was like, I am going to settle down in this town. And so he was like pretending he's not going to settle down in this. town. If so, he's like playing the long game, but I think he is playing the long game. So then we see like a drunk, behind him like dozing off at the bar Dalton pays off the drunk's bill so the diner owner will like leave the guy alone and quit threatening to toss him out how much do you think he left there like what did he plop down how much money 50 bucks I think 100 I would I mean I'd buy that I was gonna say 100 but 50 well he gets 100 a night do you think he's like yeah he's he's always flush 
500 a night. Yeah. He's always yeah. flush with cash. And it's in cash. He just pulls out the fold of money and just pulls one out. <laughs> just a wad. This is also the second time in the movie that someone says something like that to someone who's dozing off in a bar. The crack about it, like, it's not yeah. a home or a room for rent. Yeah. Me and Rick were looking earlier, like, I wondered, we were wondering if it was the same dude. Uh-huh. But it seemed to not be the same right. guy. But yeah. it was like a guy who was passed out on the stairs in the double yeah. deuce or something. Yeah, the first night Dalton showed up. That would have been kind of yeah. awesome if it had been the same yeah, guy. Yeah, that would have been great. He's like, that's what we said. That would have been like great. Otis but I, but I, <laughs> let himself into jail. We thought it would have been great, but I don't think there was the forethought with this movie not to pull off something like that. You mean Roddy didn't think about that? <laughs> um, so Dr. Clay drives Dalton back to the, the double D, where Dalton's car is once again trashed. Dude, her Jeep was hot. Yeah, that Jeep yes. is awesome. I love that. The, the, the windshield that folds down. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Rad. You live some kind of life, Dalton, she says. Too ugly for you? I didn't say that. <laughs> so weird. She's she, into it. She'd sleep in the barn. Um, <laughs> Dalton, Dalton undoes his seatbelt and makes a move, and it's just the lightest of little kisses. He's so intense when he, like, does the sexy scenes. Like, he's, like, staring a hole through the woman. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, I, don't saying, know if that's, like, it, I don't know if it comes off as if women are into that or if it's like a little too intense. I feel like she, and, and this was the first inkling that it's the actress, Ms. Lynch, that's like selling the chemistry between the two of them. Because when it starts to get physical at all, and Dalton's the one that's instigating, it feels very weird. It doesn't feel natural to me. Like this kiss is like... For the intensity of him leaning across the car and like coming for him, like taking off the mm-hmm. seatbelt, and then just like that, just that little <laughs> peck on the lips. It's yeah. just like, okay. Anyway, he gets out. <laughs> Dr. Clay drives off. They exchange goodnights. Uh, back at the farm the next morning, Dalton is never gone to bed. Did we he guess. sleep on the hood of that car? I feel, car? I feel like he'd never slept. Well, it was meditating. probably close to it, it was probably close to dawn by the time he got home. Uh he's just he's just like arms behind his head. Or is he looking across the river waiting for Wesley to make a move? Ooh, that's it. Maybe. <laughs> just maybe keep both. It, keeping his eye on Wesley because he now knows something's going on in this town. Yeah, perhaps. And then we see Tinker and O'Connor. Uh, <laughs> okay. I have a problem with this. Yeah, man, hit it. <laughs> Less and I counted I Time this out in movie time. Less than 10 minutes ago in the movie, we beat the shit out of O'Connor. Right. Get this piece it's, of shit coward out of here. Exactly. Less than 10 minutes later, he's back working for Wesley again. He's back in the fold. Yeah. Why? Why would he, he want... Why, why he, would knows, he, wa- yeah. he knows where his bread is Why buttered. would he want that job, and why would Wesley have him back? I mean, is it because he has worked for Wesley and the town knows him? No one will hire him, so this is the only job he can take? I think that... I think it's probably because if he stopped working for Wesley, if he if he put his foot down, mm-hmm. that he'd probably get killed. I mean, I feel That's like he was point. he was standing there just letting Wesley kick his ass because if it came to a fight, he was gonna smoke Wesley. Yeah, yeah. Like but he's just he like knows, letting it happen, or that Jimmy would step in and fucking kill True. him. Yes. So it's like That's a good point. I love the line. I don't know if it was Tinker O'Connor says, "We've been looking all over for you." It's like <laughs> where should I ask Carrie in? <laughs> where there's only no Wesley knows where he lives. Yeah, I know. There's only two places he ever is. Yeah, it's either well, here or yeah. at the Double Deuce. Well, and they know his car now. Look across the river. The car's there. Okay, Dalton's it, it there. Made, Go. It made no sense. <laughs> We've been looking all over yeah. for you. They, they tell him that Mr. Wesley wants to see him. I like that Dalton makes that sudden move and they both flinch, but he goes along with him. Which, why? I don't know. Like, he just had a major fight with these two. Like, he's now just going to yeah. peacefully get in the car with them. You got to know your enemy, I guess. 
they, they send him to the hospital, and he's like, okay, I'll go for a ride sure, with you fine, guys. That's cool. <laughs> After you. I'm sitting in the sure. back alone with a gun. So anyway, yeah, they take Dalton across the water. It would have been amazing if they'd been, Wesley wants to speak to you, and they jumped into like a canoe. Like, <laughs> a lot quicker. Sort of paddling across. A yeah. lot quicker. So anyway, Dalton is up in Wesley's place, which is swanky. There are like multiple pool tables, a full-size grand piano, taxidermy animal heads <laughs> everywhere, some 80s like pop yeah some what it is like yeah the and place was surreal yeah that billiards area though was awesome yeah and then that we see cool. a very beat up denise doing aerobics and she like tries to hide her face and i think this is like this irks dalton something fierce it's, it's pretty like, fucked up yeah, yeah. like is that because of the her flirting with dalton gotta be yeah i think so okay. jimmy went back and told he told wesley what he'd seen and wesley probably made jimmy beat her in front of him you think jimmy did the beating probably no wesley you think yeah did wesley it. gets off on it he's yeah, feeling like shit. a big man he probably had jimmy hold her down That's while he some pounded her oh that makes me hate <sighs> wesley even more so they take dalton to the solarium where brad <laughs> we- where brad wesley's eating breakfast he offers dalton bloody mary some breakfast uh-huh. The Dumb. director on the commentary said he thought Gazera probably ate a dozen eggs during this, like while they were filming this scene, because he's just like eating it for real, the omelet or whatever it was he had going there, the scramble. Oh man, does he I, not know the spit take? Just no, exactly. apparently like not. Cut, no. You spit it out. So yeah, so Dalton declines, and Wesley like freaks out to turn that shit off. The music. I would have liked it more, I think, if he was into that type of music. <laughs> well, I, this is what we were talking about a couple episodes ago with like him listening to "Life Is Life Is But a Dream," yeah, and like he he's like this music has no heart because he's probably stopped listening to popular music. 25, 30 years yeah. ago. He hasn't listened to anything but Sinatra and Tony Bennett and guys like that. He Dino. does come later with that, like, we'll see later when he's like, play something with balls. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean? It's like, let's hear Fly Me to the Moon. Or like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? So, yeah, Wesley tells Dalton, you're smart, but you're not too realistic. And then he says, we're just alike. I came up the hard way in Chicago. How, what, then, is he, what is he talking about? I don't know. He doesn't know anything about Dalton's background. Yeah, I don't just... I came up the hard way in Chicago, and his voice sounds like, <laughs> after Korea, I came to this town. He's like, there's just nothing. a whole lot of unnecessary backstory about his granddad, and his granddad he was, was an, an asshole. asshole. Yeah. It's like, uh, what are we talking about, dude? All I know is that J.C. Penney is coming to Jasper <laughs> because of Brad Wesley. There that is the sign of the times with the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is the blast from the past in this episode. <laughs> that's the weirdest flex ever. J.C. Penney is coming here because of me. Yeah. It's like, I brought the 7-Eleven, yeah. the photo mat. It's like, okay, yeah. okay, boss. Dalton points out, you've gotten rich from this town. And Wesley's like, yeah, and I plan to get a lot richer. He says he's fulfilling his destiny, yeah. which is fucked up, to gather unto him all that is mine. That's like some weird, like, manifest yeah. destiny, some, like, you know, like, render unto Caesar. Capitalism like, at its absolute worst. <laughs> he's like a sociopathic shit. Yeah. going on he's like of Reaganomics he's like a low rent robber baron <laughs> like <it's, laughs> I feel like if it was a western he was like the evil rancher right yeah, like totally. who wanted to take over all the ranches in yes. town Wesley points out to Dalton that beating up people is his job but that he must also enjoy it so that, tell me you don't love it of course you do you wouldn't be human if you didn't again also just weirdly <laughs> sociopathic like Wesley clearly enjoys hurting people. Yeah. Like, yes. that's his thing. Yeah. And he doesn't understand anyone who doesn't feel that way. Right. No. He's a Sith, and Dalton's a Jedi. 
Wesley tells Jimmy is his apprentice. That's right. His, there, there can be only oh, two. Shit. There are always two. So Wesley tells Dalton he's heard through the grapevine through his brother or a cousin, cousin in Memphis. Some yeah. shit, some yeah, distant that, relation. That Dalton killed a man in Memphis, and he said it was in self-defense at the trial, but you and I know that isn't so, don't we? What? Again, Why would he know yeah. that? How would Wesley know? It's a power play again, just yeah. asserting his authority over everyone. Right. Wesley knows nothing about Dalton, like to assume we both know that you just killed him for sport or whatever <laughs> okay. it is, for, for the thrill. Because of the throat rip, yeah. probably. <laughs> uh, Dalton becomes vis- visibly agitated, and Wesley tells him to relax, relax. He asks Dalton how much it would cost for him to come work for him if he owned a bar. Yeah. Dalton says, there ain't no amount of money. What, I'm out. I didn't get, what is he proposing? Is he like, if I took over the double deuce? Or, or if I opened my own or place? Or if I had to pay you to, like, how much would it cost for me to pay you to any, leave town? Any and all above is kind of my take. It's like, yeah. Okay. I was thinking like John was saying. Another there, bar like, in possibly town. Possibly opening his own bar, running Tillman out of business, and just, you know, mm. another another power play that I own the town. Okay. It's like just hypothetically, one of three things. I could take Tillman's bar because what's he going to yeah. say? Mm-hmm. I could open my own place, or I could just pay you to leave. Like, yeah, you go work yeah. at my bar that doesn't exist somewhere else, and I'll give you $50,000. Don's like, nah, bye. <laughs> so later, it's nighttime at the Double Deuce, which appears to have gotten a <laughs> Full makeover. There's new neon everywhere. The, li- the, the outside is yeah. different. Like, where's the work crew? Like, when was this going on? I don't know. <laughs> we, it, have any days passed? We've seen, like, a little bit of progress happening. Like, yeah. maybe three or four different stages of, like, repair. But, I mean, but it's so... Especially on the interior. That's an that's like a like a extreme home makeover I, I figured this has to be a week later. It's okay, probably got to be a week. Sense. It's so douchey now, though. Yeah. It's it's lost that that appeal that charm. Like to me, the place is lame now. Yeah, agreed. And Tillman's like taking all the character out and turned it into like a fucking Applebee's or yeah. something. <laughs> like, like all the employees are dressed in uniforms yeah. now. It's so lame. They all look like Target cashiers. It's, it's no longer a bar. It's almost become like a nightclub or even the interior. It's like a Dave and Buster's. Yeah, when there. you see the wide shots, the interior it almost looks like a restaurant because there's an upper area with tables right, where people right, are sitting right. and eating and drinking. I feel it's, like for the, the vibe is different. I feel like for the '80s, this was cool yeah i oh, guess yeah. like yes, this absolutely. is this is an upgrade but nowadays it's like no they took all the heart out of the yeah. place and just yeah. made it corporate there's no chunk it's got no balls <laughs> so uh, the band's jamming um dalton's looking very pleased shit is tame just the way he likes it this makes me not like dalton as much that he like, likes this vanilla he's shit. complicit in like ruining the double deuce also, it's lame that he makes all the other employees wear the uniform and he doesn't have to wear it. <laughs> like, yeah, he's dressed in move. That is a dick move. That is a dick move. Big time. Uh, the new bartender, Ernie, gives Dalton a mug of coffee, and we all love Keith David. It's Keith yes, David. Keith David. He's, he is awesome. Yeah. He barely gets to talk in this whole movie. Which is a shame because his voice is magical. Apparently, he was in a previous. He was in the previous scene where the four goons came in, but okay. he like he was sort of out of focus in the background. But, um... Apparently, he also had like a much bigger part in the three and a half hour cut of the film. Right. <laughs> Where like that he and his girlfriend were supposed to have come into the bar to hear Cody play. Right. And like some rednecks, you know, went at him and his girl. Oh, interesting. And um, he was fighting with them and Dalton came to his rescue and then he, whatever Dalton liked that he could handle, like the way he handled himself and invited him to come work there. You need a job. Which also does make you wonder like, was did he have nothing else going that he's like, 
yeah, I'll take this job. Good tips. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the pay could be pretty good in there, but. So Tillman walks up. Ernie tells him they're running low on whiskey. Tillman says he's pissed because just when he's got this place humming like a top, (laughs) is that the thing? Purring, humming, spinning like a top? Who fucking cares? (laughs) Shut up, all of you. Tillman says that that he's having this problem getting whiskey delivered to him. He's called every distributor in town, and no one will bring it. Um, (laughs) Dalton says, it's Wesley. Let me take care of it. I like this. He's got a guy. I got a supplier. Close by. Give me the phone. I know guys everywhere. (laughs) So later, it appears to be the end of the night. Dalton's leaving outside. Dr. Clay is stalking him she is thirsty she's got it bad seductively leaning against that jeep he walked out and it was just like a cloud of smoke from his cigarette smoking (laughs) and there he's just puffing away um also in the parking lot is bigfoot (laughs) in plain sight like directly in line behind her jeep i mean maybe maybe they're not trying to hide but he's acting as if he doesn't notice right He's so smitten with the good doctor lady that he didn't even see. Does but he, like, he knows it's connected to Wesley, right? Has he seen yeah, it think, over at the ranch? Uh, I don't whatever? know if he's seen it at the ranch, but he saw it when he drugged those dudes outside the night before. Yeah, so right? saying, a week he before. had to have seen it outside of the fight. Imagine a world in which you just don't ignore, like you, you see Bigfoot in a parking lot and you don't <laughs> notice it. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So in the truck, Jimmy and Ketchum seem amused by the fact that Dalton is walking the dock. Uh, and that they're chatting. He's like, uh-oh, dig a hole. So there's like some... some are they more... there doing surveillance for Wesley? Or are they the were they in their party in that night and they're just whatever? No, wait. I think that they're surveilling them because I think that on any other night they would have already been back at Wesley's for the orgy. <laughs> the Caligula style. Which, which again plays into the bravado. Go do the surveillance in Bigfoot. Don't yeah. take the sedan. Take uh, the big 20-foot tall truck. Shit. Um, yeah, so Doc dry, uh, Dalton drives Doc back to the farm in her Jeep. She seems a little bit confused by the setup, but Dalton <laughs> tells her, it's like, no, 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 I don't live in the barn. I live above the barn. Yeah. <laughs> he takes her upstairs, and she says she loves it, and of course. It is a romantic is- setup. Yeah. Yes. It's, if it, it may be impractical, and if, if you don't mind Emmett watching. <laughs> <laughs> and the smell. Um, but she opens the window, and there's like this long shot of her like looking out the window across the river at Wesley's mansion. We feel like there's something going on. And this is this is done while Dalton's playing with his like transistor radio. Um, yes. He finds some like 80s tastic rock like Good industrial metal. rock. Yeah, hair metal Good music and they're metal. both like, no, we're not gonna listen to this shit. And then he sold their soul to rock and roll. Right. And so then he tunes into some Otis Redding and that's more like it. Um, Apparently that song that these arms of mine song was like, I have never seen Dirty Dancing, but the internet told me that this is the same song that he like seduces the woman to in Dirty Dancing. Don't feel like crying. I do not remember. I, I don't know because I haven't seen it. If if that's true, that seems kind of like lazy. Well, there there's more. That would be the first that I can recall. There are a couple of different Dirty Dancing call up backs in this movie. Okay. And oh really? Know, yeah. Another Have one we is come when, to him yet? Another one is when Denise is dancing later on. He takes her off the stage when he when he does the finger like come here. That's uh, a dirty dancing uh, thing. That he is does that like a did with baby? Yeah, is like the Arnold. Is it like the I'll be back? Yeah. Like you got to work it in. I don't remember if he did it in Point Break or the finger. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I don't remember. <laughs> I used to this music. I will say that old soul music. Oh, it's so hot. works. It's, like it's I wonderful. I got a playlist on my. Uh, 
iPod that an, an old ex used to call a panty dropper mix. <laughs> that was effective. Yeah, I, I've seen many a list where that song is among the most romantic songs of all time. Played at yeah. so a good. wedding, I'm It sure. is nice. That, like some Sam Cooke or yes, some Marvin Gaye, like absolutely. just kills it. Well, it makes you wish that him listening to that music made him more like sexual because he's like stalking her like an animal. It made me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, she's back she's backing away the whole time. He is weirdly predatory. If you're not Swayze, like that probably doesn't fly. No. Yeah, he tells her uh he saw the picture in Red's garage. She says Red's my uncle. She says that he raised her after her parents died and he's the reason she came back to Jasper so she could take care of him. Sure. Um maybe Maybe he Red's taking money to keep the garage open. I don't know. Dalton asks her why she never got married, and she said she did, but it didn't work out. And yeah. she says she it didn't work out because she picked the wrong guy. Yeah. It's weird, right? Weird detail that never becomes relevant. Right. And they never dig any more into that. But then... We, like, we, yeah, gets, that's, I feel like in a longer version of this movie, there has to have been maybe that dude came back around right. yeah. or something. That's a weird detail to drop in and never have it, though, yeah. come to yeah. any type of fruition. So then he, at the, at the mention <laughs> of this, he like weirdly gets right up on her and like grabs her face on both sides of her face. Weird. Is well, that the move? They were like, like torso to torso. And I mean, you guys can see me, but our listeners can't. But to touch someone's <laughs> face that's like you're almost nose to nose would be a very awkward thing well, to do. It's like Tom Hanks' hands in the money pit yeah. when he's caught in the hole in the floor. Yes, and Just, his and Swayze's shoulders, you can see his shoulders are up by his ears. Yeah. His hands are straight out. This and is then, that moment. I, I'm not feeling any chemistry. No. They start undressing each other, and the photography is so weird that it does not make this scene sexy at all. It seems very... It's like a yeah. medical almost. Or like it's like transactional, like, I imagine this is what it's like if you're paying for it. Uh, I unbutton your dress, you unbutton in my pants and take the belt off, and it just feels, it's like not sexy at all. He's like kind of roughly dragging his fingers up her legs, like, yeah. it looks like it wouldn't be pleasurable for either of right. them. Um, then he picks her up. <laughs> and he slams her against the stone wall. There's like an audible thud when yeah, she hits the wall. That can't feel good. That's no. like it's like having sex on a cobblestone driveway. <laughs> it's like and their kisses are weird. It's yeah. like their kisses don't seem natural. It's just all of it's awkward. Yeah. There's a, there's a funny note about that scene that Kelly Lynch mentioned in an interview. Oh yeah. Her husband is really good friends with Bill Murray. Okay. And apparently during the 90s and the 2000s, whenever this played, and Bill, or as she put it, any of his idiot brothers uh, saw awesome. it on TV, they would call her husband and they're like, in the Carl Spackler voice from Caddyshack, mm. Kelly's doing it with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> they're having sex and he's pitting her against that wall and she's loving it. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Bill Murray. Because that wall can't be comfortable. No, no it hurts like hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then he like takes her to bed and... And then later on, she wakes up and looks around, and he's outside sitting by the light of the silvery moon, smoking a cigarette on All the roof of the barn. Butt-ass naked. <laughs> butt-naked. Again, exhibitionist. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she bundles up to head out to join him, mm -hmm. so she's got some propriety. Uh, they kiss. She notices a scar on his back and tells him that he's going to wind up crippled if he doesn't slow down. He's like, yeah, that's what they say. Okay. This whole thing's awkward. He's like, yeah. what you people have told you that before? And he's like, 
No, I just said that's what they say. Like it's just, you, I don't know if this is his charm. I don't know. She, I think when you look like Swayze, anything goes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, she asks him at that point, "Where do you think you're going to go next?" He says he doesn't know, and she says, "Well, you could just stay in Jasper if you wanted to." And he's like, "I don't think so." She's like clearly angling for him to stay. Which is a lot after like two dates. Yeah, but he shoots her down harsh. I don't Ouch. think. I don't think, I don't so. think so. She that's a that is a flat out rejection. But it turns her on, I guess, because they start making it again on the roof. She just puts it on him yep. again. Yeah, but um, then we see as they're starting to get down to it on barn roof across the water. <laughs> Wesley is looking as menacing as someone can while. Rocking in a rocking chair. <laughs> like a creepy granddad. Again, I ask, what time is it? 4 a.m., right? 3, 4 a.m. Why is yeah. Wesley up? Yeah. He never sleeps. I get the feeling Wesley doesn't sleep. He doesn't need it. I also just have to say, Denise is way hotter than Doc Clay. Yeah. Like, he's, I guess, he, but he wants to control everyone, I yeah. guess. He yeah. wants to have everyone. Does, yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. Okay. That's his, that's his thing yeah it is (laughs) he wants to possess every woman in town basically well what do you think wesley's thinking at this moment dalton's gotta die yeah it's it's not gonna happen tonight though or he has to add dalton to his stable of of bat of goons that would be amazing he's got a crown jewel like he's got it. He's the emperor. He's got a turn Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Will he be successful? We'll find out next time. Maybe. <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah.